Welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. I am Deb, and the gentleman I have to rein in constantly is Doug. Hello. Really? What? I was going to say, you were going off on a rant about Sam Elliott before we started. Well, it wasn't necessarily a rant, but I just, I ended up quoting James Adomian doing uh, Sam Elliott, um, and, and I mean, literally, like, was walking into my bedroom to, to get dressed, and it was not in my... It wasn't like a thought process I had. It wasn't in your peripheries? No, like it wasn't anything I was thinking about. I just like, just up and out loud, out loud, just went, Namaste, Mama. Namaste. And then we would go like, Soy, it's what's, what's for, for brunch. brunch. Yeah, plates, it's what's dinner's on. <laughs> I just love the phrase of that, like, plates, it's what's dinner's on. Like, it's all grammatically correct, but it just sounds like It'd be perfect for a snake to say. Or Cobra Commander. Or Ka, if you want to bring it back to James Adomian. See, now I'm thinking of the uh, the uh, Sphinx uh, episode of the Venture Brothers, when the original Sphinx come back and try and take over again. Yeah. And they have him stalking, the, the leader of Sphinx, stalking his ex-wife's house. Mm-hmm. And he still talks with the lisp all the time. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's Cobra Commander uh, uh, no. stalking the Baroness who's shacked up with Destro. Is, I is, I is the analogy. Know, I don't remember what their names were in the Venture Brothers. No, I, I, I think it was like Sphinx Commander, though. I mean, it wasn't too far off from Cobra Commander. Um, and then they renamed the Baroness Destiny because of Tang. Right, yes. God. You know, I was actually just looking up Venture Brothers to find out when the hell the next season pops up. Well, it's uh, the second half of the fifth season? It's the sixth season. Is it? Yeah. They're doing, like, truncated seasons. That's bullshit. Uh, but I guess it's going to be late, late this year, early next. I'm okay with that. It's really to the point where I just need to, I need to get online and I need to get all the seasons and just rewatch them because I've forgotten so much from I the last... Quote just, unquote season. Like I said, I just lent Tony seasons two, three, and four, one, and two, so he can go back and watch them all. Again. Yeah, because like Cause I, my season one is no, I guess it was only three and parts four, one, and two, because I can see two right there. Like I said, my season one has been lent out for like the last year. I should probably ask about that. But my thing is like it became fairly convoluted the last probably last season at least. the The season that opens with. Um, Brock getting uh, Helper's head stuck in him, and uh, that would be four. Yeah. Yeah, like four started kind of. They were like, "Well, let's four, do like." Four started out with the the non uh, the chronologically non- correct. Oh episode. god, that was so great! The CGI with the CGC grading. Yeah, that's I, how you could tell what the. I loved. I loved that mechanic. I loved it, um, especially because you don't quite know what it means until the end, and you're like. Oh, and yes, I am very well of Marvel Comics number one for Spirits of Human Torch. The Robot Human Torch, not the Fantastic Four. priceless family heirloom. It was passed down from what it... He, he acts like, like fucking Indiana Jones would have fucking found it. I love it. But that's when you do see, is it 20... 20... What is his number? 20, 21? 21? 24. Which one are you talking about? The one that survives, 21. 21. Yeah, 24, but you 25. see 21 kind of come into his own and become a badass. Yes, but he has a lot of journeys, small and large, throughout that series. And it did... And into the next season, too, when he joins... It annoyed me at the end of the next series when he's back with the Monarch and Doctor misses the Monarch. But it did crack me up that they were basically moving into the Fight Club house at the end of that. Because uh, uh, Hatred or hatred blew up the, uh, um, the cocoon thinking that Venture was dead. Doctor Venture, which, by the way, and it ran through their house in uh, what was what was the name of their suburb? It was like uh, it was. It's a suburb called Malice. Yeah, I was gonna say they lived in the gated community of Malice. Well, you know that what that's referenced to. Yes, yeah, town called Malice by the Jam. Look them up, motherfuckers. They're awesome. You know what's extra funny? I had an actually almost heated argument with somebody last night about how much I hate reggae, but how okay I am with ska. Like, I always want to listen to the business and the specials, but you can go fuck yourself, reggae. Well, all that old two-tone stuff, like all the two-tone madness, the jam, the English beat, kind of that, the specials. Um, yeah, like I said, the business. 
I don't mind. I mean, I, I've kind of grown away from Skakor, which is the stuff like Less Than Jake and uh, the Boss Tones. I mean, I still love the Boss Tones. I was going to say, I'm, I'm okay um, with it. I was never a huge fan. It was just one of those things. Anytime anybody tries to make me listen to some reggae bullshit, I'm like, nope, nope. Yeah, I'm not a big reggae nope, fan nope, at all. Nope, nope. By the way, uh, you can't hear it in my head, but I had a kind of kind of a sidebar conversation. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, and just so you know, I found my uh, Weeping Angel shirt. Oh, good. Um, what was yeah. it? it? Just, I thought it was, I don't, it's just in my closet. Like, I don't know how I looked it over. I think I just thought it was the plain back black shirt that I was wearing. I think it was just, the light didn't hit it just right that I was like, I didn't see the design on it. Um, I almost wore it, but um, I'm going to a show later tonight, and I didn't want to wear anything where I, I might look fat. Doug's on the prowl. You might, you might want to change my it. face. No, no, you might want to try out that new Morrissey move we were talking about. Oh, Lord. Anyways, we're going to move on. <laughs> Doug's music brain. Uh, you uh, were forcing me to listen to music. Yes, and by the way, on a side note, speaking of things uh, that are piped through my headphones into my brain, um, on the side of Adventure Brothers, I do highly recommend... The new Doug Loves movies with uh, uh, James uh, Urbaniak. Right. Yeah. Because Thaddeus Venture is dangerously close to his real voice. That doesn't surprise me. It's one of those where, like, he's talking and I'm like, I don't need to, I'm not going to be confused on who's talking because it's like John Hamm, uh, James Urbaniak, and, like, someone else. What's really funny is that every time somebody says his full name, I had an acquaintance when I was in high school whose name was Thaddeus, and everybody called him Tad. Tad? He's kind of a giant guy. I was going to say, so I'm just waiting for him to try and be known as Tad Venture. No, I knew a Thad. He's not a great guy. He's a Tad, not Thad. I know. Well, you said his name was Thaddeus. Yes. Um, my nickname for the Thad I don't like is uh, Thad Alf Hitler. Yes, I was going to say, Which here's I, the thing. This is how I can describe Tad in a nutshell. They once caught him doing the, the, the like, the devil horns uh -huh. you know, that you lick and then straighten your eyebrows and then giving himself the two guns in the mirror with a smile. Hang on, it's like... Yeah, like, yeah, in the mirror with a smile. That's him in a nutshell. Wow, that's going to come into, uh, that's going to come into play come social contract, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Doug's musical brain. Uh, lately... Uh, there were there was a song I mentioned last week that I played for Deb uh, called because we're talking about green jelly for some strange reason um, I don't memorize the episode I believe it was because of little pig little pig well that's the song you got stuck in your head I, I think I don't I'm not sure what uh, context we brought up green jello or green jelly uh, for legal, legal reasons which I think I said the exact same thing last week um, but I played a uh, house meet teenage rave which was I was telling you was the song. They get stuck in my head uh, between that and uh, Electric Harley House of Love off the Serial Killer soundtrack. Um, and uh, so I played that for you. Thoughts? <laughs> it took weird turns. Put me on the wheel. Yeah. 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 No, stop. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. Which, when he throws up, up, he does like that weird coughing sound where I'm like, I've never made that sound when I oh, vomit. I totally coughed when I vomited. Really? Before. However, what bothers me is that he was obviously still on the wheel when he was throwing up, and the vomiting sounded the same distance away from me the entire time. Mm -mm. Oh, they stopped him when he vomited? They get him off the wheel, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, there, there is no, like, uh, reciprocal stereo sound when uh, he vomits. Yes. Who the fuck continues a sexual encounter after you vomit? Drunks slash people who are into it. Well, you've read that, uh... What is it that, um, it's one of the In the Mean Times from Giant of the Homicidal Maniac. Yeah. The one where he, uh, he goes, if I ever made a movie. Did you read that one? You haven't, I was going to say, I still don't know where you're going with this one. Right? Well, he goes, like, if I ever made the, a movie, and he talks about, like, everything he put in the movie and how, like, the dinosaur eats the kid for a really long time. Oh, yeah. And he's, Locking and he's got, the doors and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's got the part where, um... Uh, the the two main characters, despite only knowing each other for like a day, fall in love and have sex, and how it's like, oh, I think that alien gave me a virus. It's like just puke it up, baby. I'm into it, <laughs> and it cuts to them in bed, like you know the guy with those hands behind his head, and like they're covered in like vomit, oh. and he's like, was it good for you? Because it was good for me, or whatever dumb hero cliche he writes. 
And the sex scene sounds like someone stirring a very saucy bowl of macaroni and cheese for 16 minutes or something. <laughs> something horrible oh, like that. Oh, and it's like, yeah, I, once again, like, crap that is tattooed into my mind till I die. Um, I actually managed to flirt with a girl using John the Homicidal Maniac. We ended up dating. So I said, try this stew, is delicious, which is when squeezed in the institution. I'm sorry, is that the, is that the wrap-up? No, the that move was on? the which girl? Uh, uh, Candace. Oh, that was a long time. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. Many years Back ago. when she was dating uh, this guy who I nicknamed Cow Pants. It's the first time I met him. He was wearing uh, cow print pants. Um, this is also when I was so clever that I found out his name is Morgan, and I went, oh, big M, little organ. God, you were that douche. I was a dick. Still, well, I don't like the term dick. I prefer bastard. You're a lot more self-aware now. So it's, it's not quite <laughs> yeah. pronounced. I'm the verbally abusive equivalent of Skynet. <laughs> Cake baby? Cake baby? You know, king cake baby? Ah! Let's become aware! God, I, people couldn't see my hand during that, so it's less it was the It was the, the like, no. plastic... Uh, like terrible webbed. mascot face staring at you. Oh God, King Cake Baby! I'm from the goddamn South. Nothing's terrifying. Why? And it's Louisiana. Like it's home state. Mother. Like why must you be the source of nightmares that aren't in Gremlins too? Sorry, I actually looked up when um, the brain Gremlin uh, injected himself with the spider like, stuff in Gremlins too and became. A super a hyper intelligent spider gremlin, and I'm like, well, fuck you, sleep. Um, Thank you for the addition that'll haunt my nightmares. Yeah, well, I was just I was wondering like what the name of it. Stop it, that. I was wondering what that the name of the gremlin was in uh, Gremlins Two, because uh, it's Spike in the uh, uh, in the in the in the first one. So I believe they just call him, like, Mohawk or, like, Brain Gremlin in the second one. So the second song, if we're actually going to try and keep on topic, <laughs> in Doug's music brain, that apparently is your life now. Dada's Disneyland. Uh, D-I-Z-K-N-E-E, -E, land. I'm assuming for legal reasons. Who knows? Um, was a... Well, kind of a cult hit in the 90s back when... No, no, it, it's part of my brain. Like, if somebody says, you know, I just ran away from home, now I'm going to Disneyland. Disneyland? Yeah. I just start my... hearing the melody in my head. I, yeah, I just stole my girlfriend's car, I'm going to Disneyland. Yeah, yeah exactly. Shot my gun into the night, just saw a good man yeah, die. Right. I'm going to Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah. Um, I don't know what prompted me... I always, me... for some reason, think it's by R.E.M., just because they have the same kind of feel. Uh, Guitar-wise, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very, uh... uh is it Peter Buck or Michael Buck? I don't know. Or Uncle Buck. It's Uncle Buck. It's Uncle Buck. Plus guitar for uh, R.E.M. Oh. <laughs> Internet, don't correct me. I'm sticking with that. Oh, what did they do after he passed away? They ate a giant pancake in his memory. Oh. Can you just imagine Michael Stipe's eating a giant pancake? <laughs> like, I can't that, imagine that... Michael Stipe eating. <laughs> well played. <laughs> Think about it. I was going to go down the road of... That's a hipster back tattoo, but I think it's better. There's a fucking fly in the apartment that the cat is stalking, and it's driving me fucking crazy. The cat, the fly? Both. The fact that you're that old lady? If you swallow the fly, you're going to swallow a spider, you're going to have to no, swallow no, the no, cat? No, 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 it's good. Anyways. Okay, old so lady McGillicuddy or whatever her name was. She was just an old lady, but she didn't give her name. Didn't they? No. Agnes McGillicuddy. Okay, then. She seems like an Agnes to me. Change approved. <laughs> Change approved. So I actually have a random one on here. You know what, Doug? I'm glad we actually have this set for every Saturday, because I swear to God, sometimes I'm so busy with fucking work and so exhausted about when I get home, you coming over is the only reason to vacuum. Oh, yeah, that's right. I got up and vacuumed before you came. Back in the dark days, I uh, used to reward myself with whiskey uh, because I don't like vacuuming so much. I don't mind vacuuming. It's just a time factor. 
In case you're wondering, the cat just walked across the keyboard, and I suddenly thought, hey, this is how I become Freakazoid. Freakazoid. The cat walked across the keyboard. Like, I'm, it's based in science. His name was Dexter Douglas. Your computer, computer ace. ace. Well, surfing on the internet got sucked in cyberspace. Do you need to do the Freakazoid? It's strong and super quick. Okay, anyway. Um, he drives a villain's crazy. He's such a lunatic. lunatic. So, you apparently <laughs> spent Easter watching Orphan Black. Yeah, worst segue ever. <laughs> I'm just trying to move on. I know, but I'm looking at the list going, what is it, questicles? Well, get to a questicles. Is that the actual word? A questicles is either the name or the name of what happens. You know what, we'll talk about a questicles in a minute. Yes, that's the actual word, a questicles. Orphan Black. Go ahead. Sounds like a scientific way to say horse balls. You're close. Oh, Lord. So, I spent all of Easter, as us not religious people do, watching BBC America. Uh, I slimed through the entire first season of Orphan Black and then the first episode of the second season. I like it. I, I, I don't quite get the obsession certain people have, and I, I I know people could say that about things I like, where it's like, well, why are you obsessed with this and that? I don't get, you know, it's like, I like it, but I don't, you know, I don't get the obsession. Okay. I will say it's incredibly uh, impressive that, do you know the premise? Ah. Uh, uh, basically what happens, the first, uh, and I'm not spoiling anything, uh, or I'm, because uh, it's on the second season, so if you haven't seen it, it I'll give you kind of the, the pitch, the elevator pitch of it. Basically, this um, kind of British uh, immigrant to Canada, which it took me five episodes to figure out it was set in Canada, um, is on this like, train platform and uh, sees a woman jump to her death in front of a train. Okay. Uh, they kind of lock eyes, and you realize they're identical. And then she's like, whoa, like, what the fuck? Like, it looks like my identical twin just committed suicide. And she grabs her purse and kind of assumes her identity, um, hoping to con people. Because she's got, like, a nice flat, um, you know, and a decent life. Um, and it turns out there's this whole conspiracy that there are a series of clones. Okay. Um, they're working to figure out, like, why they're clones, how they were cloned, the, the whole thing. Um, and it's really impressive that, and I can't remember her name off the top of my head, Tatiana something, um, plays all of the clones. Oh my god, Trogdor, will you knock it the hell off? Did, did he get it? I don't think so. Mm. Um, so the cat's on an epic quest. Um, so really it's, it's, like, some of her clones, one is like a, um, like a hippie, pot-smoking, um... Like, uh, PH, uh, PhD, uh, uh, she's in school, uh, she PhD, no, well, oh, she's got a master's. Degree. No, she's, uh, a PhD candidate in, in what's called Evo Devo, which is evolutionary development. Okay. Um, there's Evo one that, Evo Devo. Um, we are not Evo, we are Devo. Evo. Um, and there's one that's, like, a, a uptight kind of soccer mom. Uh, there's, uh, the main character who, uh, is kind of a grifting, uh, a British one, uh, and she plays all these different parts. It's really, for a range, like, it's extremely impressive, plus technologically to film it and do all the composite stuff is amazing. Yeah. Um, I don't quite get the obsession, yeah, but it's... Yeah, you know, it's, it's like the parent trap on crack. Yeah. But with side boob. Check out that side boob. Like that side boob? Well, you shouldn't, because it's my side, side boob. Um, <laughs> uh, I liked it. I, I'm going to continue watching it. It's intriguing on a, on a um, kind of intellectual level of, you know, where does kind of, like, science start and stop? Like, it's, uh, what is it, uh, what does Pat Oswalt say? Uh, science, it's all about shoulda, not, not coulda. Coulda. Yeah. Um... And the, kind of the face of this, it's called Neolution, um, 
where it's like kind of a, a, a targeted evolution is a a, a, a species like prerogative. It's a right. It's a privilege that we evolve the way we want. Uh, is led by uh, Matthew Fewer, uh, who you would remember. Uh, it was Max Headroom. Oh, okay. He's in a bunch of stuff. Um, and he is awesome in it. Uh, there's a guy with a tail who looks like Eddie Izzard. Oh, and the clones are being killed off by a uh, religious insane zealot clone. Who's fun? Who keeps uh, cutting herself on her back to form like angel wings. Yeah, like it's fucking, like everything I'm saying sounds fucking crazy, and it is, and I'm now just seeing why people can get obsessed with it. Okay, okay. now you get it. Get it, yep, got it. Because it's fucking insane. You want to talk about a quest to pull stand? Who doesn't want to talk about horse balls? So, are we, or Daniel Radcliffe. I told you to watch a very specific episode of Bob's Burgers. Ah, uh, ha, ha. Okay. So, in this episode, Tina, who is the oldest daughter, loves uh-huh. this very specific show called The Equestronauts, which is obviously supposed to be My Little Ponies. And she goes okay. to a convention not realizing it's an all-male admirer convention who like to call themselves The Equestricals. So they're bronies. They're totally That's bronies. why you wanted me to watch it. Uh, also, because it's fucking hilarious. Paula Tompkins fucking character in it. I almost peed myself laughing. Okay. However, the part that made me think I'll of you... I'll probably watch it tonight. Yeah, the part that made me think of you, there's a part a little later on where um, Tina gets a very specific toy collectible stolen from her because uh, it has a defect on it. Okay. Which means it's like only one of six in the world. Yeah. It has, quote, major camel toe. Major camel toe? Exactly. But um, Bob goes undercover with the equestricals to try and get it back. Yeah. Yeah. So Tina gives him all of this stuff to study. John Benjamin in a brony convention. Oh, yeah. Stop, you had me there. No, no, it gets funnier than that. <laughs> Tony gives him all, I mean, Tina gives him all of this stuff to study, and she accidentally slips in one of her erotic uh, friend fictions. And so she realizes that, and she's like, oh my god, non-canonical, non-canonical! Yeah, when she starts screaming non-canonical, I, I'm like, okay, I already wanted Dub to watch this, but now that she said non-canonical about 20 times, and they made a nautical joke, trying to say nautical, you have to fucking watch this okay. episode. I'll, I'll actually find it later today. It's on Hulu. Yeah, well, but it's as good as, as I'll, I'll try to find it. Um, but I think we're going to have to start, what? No, you're not. Are you looking at the cat again? Nope. Lying. No, I'm, I'm eyeballing uh, audio input. Oh, okay. Are we, are we yeah. good? Are, uh, in Mitch, uh, was it Mitch Hedberg? Was that Saturday? Are we good? Are we good in the bar department? How many bars you got? Okay, we're good in the bar department. So I'm just eyeballing the bar department. So we're gonna start using the phrase non-canonical now. Uh, we're not gonna say not canon anymore. We're gonna say it's non-canonical. non-canonical. Uh. Only if we can explain things that become canon as, what was it, what did Superboy do? Was it time punches? He literally punched the time continuum and affected change from outside of our universe. And that's how certain things happen to DC. Like, that's literally how they explain shit. That, like, they're like, yeah, this otherworldly Superboy was punching to get into our universe. It sent ripples and fucked shit up, and that's how we're just going to explain all the crap that doesn't make any sense in our universe. Time punches. Time punches. Time punches. Non-canonical. Non-canonical. I don't know if I can say that over and over again. Non-canonical! Non-canonical! See, it does sound like nautical. It does sound like nautical. Uh, There were a bunch of season finales. Oh, Lord, yes there were. Go into the notes, aren't you? Uh, Yep, 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 yep. Where would you like to go first? Uh, you might hear me clicking in a second. I'm just trying to get stuff off my... Uh, um, well, oh, and we're not doing that one, right? Because we're going to wait. Yeah, we're going to wait on... We're going to wait on community so you can see it. Um, let's go... I was going to say alphabetical, but that's not really a finale. Um, I'll wrap up because I'm the only one that watches it. Uh, let's start with Justified. Okay. Um, is, I, I would like to watch Justified. I'm waiting. It's, oh God, if you binge it, you'll, binging it is the best way to watch oh, yeah. it. No, that's I, and I love watching it week to week, but I, I fell behind and I binge watched the last 
four episodes of season five. And I was like, I'm so glad I did, because it's like, oh, okay, I don't need to... Because season, the last season was a lot of, like, bad guy versus bad guy, and Raylan Givens, the main character, wasn't really... Present. Uh, yeah, like, it it was fucking awesome. And Walter Goggins, you need every award in the book for playing Boyd Crowder. Uh, I took a picture of, uh, I'll show it to you. You won't get it, because you don't watch it, but uh, someone did a... Um, uh, if if Boyd Crowder, Walter Goggins from Justified, uh, cameoed on um, Game of Thrones, oh lord, and it's all like, now I don't know about dragons, Khaleesi, but I doubt that they're any match for like Uncle John is under the table gun. Like it's and if you if you watch Justified, you can hear Boyd Crowder in your head going Khaleesi, and you're like, yep, mm-hmm. that's how it sounds, and it's written phonetically. Oh, it's perfect. Um. These Khaleesi yoga pants. <laughs> that Drago tore off her when he did her from behind or whatever it was. Um, those really gratuitous sex scenes from the first season. Um, oh, and apparently Game of Thrones made rape, or I'm sorry, incest worse. Did you read about this? Mm-hmm. That uh, in the book, apparently there was a, a sex scene after a character dies. I'm not going to say who, because I don't know about I spoilers. Well, I guess if the books are out, I really can't spoil it, right? Because you can just read yeah, the book. It's been out forever. Well, you know that uh, Cersei and... Who's, the other, who's her brother? Um, Jamie. Jamie, thank you. Uh, have sex at, right after... Yeah. But right after um, uh, Joffrey dies. Yeah. At the quote-unquote uh, quote unquote, purple wedding. God, that was so satisfying in the books. Well, what isn't satisfying is that Apparently, in the book, Cersei kind of thought off Jamie and then went, oh, well, okay, put it in me. Um, whereas in the show, it was a bit more rapey. How do you make incest worse? Rape. Rape. Always comes back to rape, Deb. Um, so anyway, uh, Justified Season 5 ended. Uh, we're coming up on Season 6, the last season, according to Graham Yost, and a uh, showrunner, Graham Yost, and, uh, and Timothy Oliphant. Um... I'm excited because really the the first season started with Raylan Givens versus Boyd Crowder and it kind of grew out from there and had all these other people come in and out of Kentucky and, and Harlan County. And the season ends with, we're going to take down Boyd Crowder. His fingerprints have been on all over everything for the last five seasons. Yeah. And it seems that, you know, kind of a web of spies is emerging and you're like, ooh, shit, like where does the loyalty lie on this person, that person? Um, and the fact that, you know, I, I would say logic, logically, it makes sense that Raylan would kill Boyd when left without a choice. That he'll be put in a position where he has to kill Boyd. And that's just the way, it, like, it's one of those, like, it, that's the way it has to end. Whether I'm happy with that or not, that's a whole other story. Because I love uh, a Boyd Crowder's character oh so much. Well, all right. Um, I'm excited for the next, last, ugh, it's so sad, last season of Justified. Um, but the, the finale ended with, like, kind of a, oh, ooh, ooh like, where do, those, where do those loyalties lie? So, it ought to be very interesting with Ava Crowder. Khaleesi. You know, Matchwell, Cousin John is under the table, good. Speaking of guns, the Archer finale as well. Yay! They did not do our favorite teaser that we wanted them to do. When they, they, didn't accidentally, did the they didn't accidentally invade Laos. Which I would have loved to have seen. I just want to know how he accidentally invaded Laos. Especially because, I, I don't know how caught up you are, but the fact that uh, Cyril becomes the Presidente of San Marcos, like, I was like, oh, that's how they're going to do it. Like, he's going to invade Laos for some strange reason. Uh, or they're going to have to, you know... That was the one, we've talked about this, that was the one stinger uh, on, on the kind of the season um, season to come that we were like, wait, what? Like, okay, tigers, drugs, that, that'll happen. Yeah, all this nonsense, but, but invading Laos. I think I accidentally invaded Laos. Um, you have all the Krieger clones. Oh. And we don't know if Krieger actually survived or not. Nope. Maybe he's off with Piggly 1, 2, 3, and 4 and Goatly. Oh, Goatly. I forgot about Goatly. Oh, Goatly. Oh, Goatly. 
Um, pig wouldn't be caught dead in there. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. <laughs> I, love, I love all the piggly jokes. And all the boys to Brazil jokes are just... It's like... What is it? Mallory says something this year, and she's like, shove it, clone a Hitler. It's like, no. Um, it ends with... A baby! Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what the whole season was kind of leading up to, was Lana popping that kid out. And... I I, I, might, I I don't know if I'll, I'll go back and listen to it, but I believe I, I called the father. Okay. Um, now, I didn't call the father how it happened. I'm listening. It is Archer's daughter. Okay. Um, basically, they, they, they call, I think they call it all the way back to season two where they say... Um, Remember when your mother wanted you to get a vasectomy, but you wanted to freeze some of your sperm? I got that sperm, and... Me. Why don't you wear a vasectomy? <laughs> um, was that, the, that was the Scorpio episode with the weird the weird sex, wasn't it? Because that was like how he was going to, like... He, no. They were going to pay for the vasectomy, but like Lana was going to get a new kitchen? No, because he wanted to redo his kitchen, too, because it looked, quote, Mexican whorehousey. Because he kept knocking... And they kept, he kept knocking off the maid. Mm-hmm. Mr. Archer, I have a problem. <laughs> it's the yes, post fault she won't let me wear a condom. Like I said, yes, that was the episode where they ended up in the two-man freeway that got really dark. Mm-hmm. With the chocolate boob prints on the wall. Um, he was supposed to set up the chocolate fountain. Phrasing. Uh, so it ends with, and, and weirdly enough, I didn't see a whole lot of Noise on Twitter about what's the baby's name gonna be. But it's Abigeen? What? It's Abigeen? Why Abigeen? Oh, it's like Ab Abigail plus Jean. I, I'm not, I don't know. Uh, and I don't know if, if like, uh, uh, I almost said Lana. If, um, Lana! Lana! If, uh, Aisha Tyler had some kind of. Input on that, or I, yeah, I have no idea. Um, but it is, it is indeed. I, I thought they would start to kind of have the like, is it cereals? Is it archers? You know, and it began like, and Lana does talk about it. She goes, You remember the time we had sex when you thought you were dying of cancer? And I was like, I fucking called it. It's archers. That's actually when I thought she was gonna, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it seems that Archer like has this weird moment where he. Kind of blanks out, and then kind of comes to it and goes, "Did I just wake up from a coma after saving you from drowning when we like landed from space?" So you kind of have this weird, like his brain just broke, like being in front of that baby, and yeah, yeah, and we'll see if he had a reset or not, type of thing, or so if he kind of back speaking Spanish like Buzz Lightyear. No, and I don't think he'll come back on Bob's Burgers, which, by the way, was the greatest, second greatest crossover that season. First. Fucking Sea Lab with John Hamm as Aww. Captain Murphy, Aww. who you think would get crushed by a soda machine. Doesn't he? I feel like there's some joke. It's not Bebop Cola, that. but I think he does get crushed by a uh, soda machine. I was talking about Sea Lab recently, and now I can't remember what I was talking about in Sea Lab. You want the mustache on or off? It was not off, that. Please. Too bad. Too bad. Too bad. That baby better keep his hands off my stash. What? My mustache. Stash. Uh, the, the episode where uh, Captain Murphy starts the communist regime in Sea Lamp. And uh, Debbie, White Debbie, Now infiltrates. I remember what I was thinking about. We were talking about how MC Chris is married now. And I imagine. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was hoping for us all. I was going to say, I was imagining being married to MC Chris would probably be a lot like being married to Hesh. And what the fuck would that be like? Hesh wants sex! Exactly! <laughs> Exactly. Wasn't that the one where the like he becomes the one because it was like a fan written? It was something like no, that. No, Hash Sex was Debbie's having the baby. Um, but yeah, like I said, it was like I imagine being married to MC Chris would be a lot like being Hash married, Sex. Being married. Hash wants married sex. <laughs> yeah, see? Don't does isn't there like a radioactive hash with the mohawk and the face on his chest? Don't remember. Oh, there's so much good stuff in C Lab. Underneath the water. See, like, we're just going to start singing theme songs for this episode. No, if you're looking for me, you better look under the sea. Yeah. I know by Calamine. 
That's the name of the band. You need some calamine lotion? Uh, Do you have some poison ivy? C-A-L-A-M-I-N-E? Yeah, calamine. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, I, I have a ringtone that's, and weirdly enough, after last week, my ringtone is totally uh, my Bowie ringtone from uh, Flight of the Concords, where it says, receiving transmission from David Bowie's Bowie Bowie space Bowie nipples. Antenna. Yeah. Can you hear me? Uh, also, because of Reese Darby. But I'm totally going to change it to C Lab. Yeah, because of Reese Darby, I now refer to people, refer, refer to flipping people off as the hand unicorn. Which is weird because I was actually just listening to Reese Darby on the new Nerdist, and I didn't know he, when he like jokes about like being an adventurer, that's fucking true. Yeah. He I mean, climbed. He's from New Zealand. He's fucking crazy. He climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. It was for like a, a benefit BBC thing Still or New Zealand. But, I mean, he climbed it. Still Everest. Oh, well, what mountains have you fucking climbed? In Colorado, lots. I don't get out much, so... I know, I can tell by your pasty complexion. Mm -hmm. But I've soared through Gotham City for countless hours. That's actually a good segue to, to one of the ones I have on here. That's everyone Bacticles. No. I never get fucking anything done, although that's starting to change because I'm starting to come out, kind of come out of the other side of my depression. So I'm actually motivated to do things like just get work fucking squared the fuck away. Be fine. Unfortunately, the non-turn turned back on his Netflix account, mm -hmm. which is my Netflix account, mm -hmm. and now I really never get anything done because I have a great Netflix spot right in my bed and in the bathroom. So I can just spend like all fucking day watching Netflix in bed. Sleeping, pooping, and Netflixing. Taking a bath. Preferably not when you poop. No, preferably not. Mm. Yeah, now I'm really nervous. Tubs. Gonna... They can be toilets, but toilets can't be tubs. Like I said, now I'm really never gonna I guess get anything done. you're a baby. Done. You can wash a baby in a toilet. You don't think before you speak, do you? No, nah, not no. Arrow. <laughs> the theme of the day is non-sequiturs. <laughs> oh, yeah, because our segues were always so clean. No, oh, that would totally be my poor name is Dirty Sequitur, or Dirty Segway. Awkward pause. People can't see my face right now, unfortunately. Dirty Segway, you sound like the guy that always walks in on the two girls making out and has to join in. But I'm like, oh, I was just here to install the cable, but <laughs> I was actually thinking of a gross dude running a naked gross dude running a Segway. Things flapping in the breeze. Mm -hmm. mm, using a scrotum as a sail. So, Arrow. <laughs> Speaking of scrotums, you like to see Arrow! Does he have a thing for speed on mail? Anyway. I do, but he's married, so I just like the Is he really? Yeah. Oh. I bet she's really pretty. Had, yeah, him and his wife had just had a daughter within the last year. Can you imagine that, like, he does all that working out for Arrow, and then, like, she runs her hands over his, like, glistening, chiseled body to produce that baby, and then at some point he's just going to be like, well, that show's over, so I'm just going to slob out for, like, a month. Yeah, and she's like, no, no, no. Keep doing the weird, like, chin pull-up things. Or the, the bar pull-up so things. You of all people should know that when you're really into somebody, small changes in their physical appearance aren't a big deal. When you love somebody... That's not true. I told someone I would break up with them if they'd lost a finger. And that's fairly insignificant. Well, one of us here has been in a relationship for a really long time, and one of us has been single. Mm. Like, I like how you said a relationship for a long time, and one of us has been single, dot, 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 trail off. Let's not talk about the time frame on that one. I wasn't going to. Okay. Um, arrow. <laughs> so, well, not a season finale, per se. Uh, I believe it was Greg... Uh, no, it was uh, Mark Guggenheim. I, I believe posted on Twitter... Um, that basically the season finale for Arrow is so massive, they're, it's the last four episodes. That's like, it's, it's effectively a movie. Like I said, no, they're very good at, uh, building things to excellent peaks. 
and you've cut up to Arrow, I think, enough, but I can, I'm, I'm going to spoil no, it, but... I have a but, really good idea of what's happening. Oh, I don't think you do. Oh, I don't think you do. Maybe you're going to fill me in? Fill yeah, me in things gonna, that have been happening on Yeah, Arrow? right, right, right. Um, why are you saying it's so weird? Um, let's talk about the fact that Slade has effectively kidnapped the entire Queen family. Okay. They're in a field. Let me paint this word picture for you. They're in a field. Oliver is tied up. And there's Slade behind Myra and Thea with a gun going, who do you choose? Like Shadow and Sarah. Okay. Now, Myra stands up, says, none of my children will die tonight. Take me. The kids are screaming, no, no, no. Um, and Slade says, like, you've got str like you've got strength. I wish your son did on that island. And at which, at which point... Thea and Myra suddenly go, wait, you were on the island? Slade lowers the gun. And you're like, everything's going to be okay for a split second. For a split second, because then, as I know Deathstroke, it's fond of swords, <laughs> kills Myra. And she's gaining on blood for Mayor. I rarely say the initials OMG. I had to because I needed to abbreviate everything for the show. OMG, shit's just got real. Shit just got real. The gravity of which I'm speaking about this, you know, like, I watched and I, out loud, was I was reacting out loud where I was like, oh, oh, sh oh shit, like that, I need to pause, like that just happened. Like, I, oh, oh, wow. And then the, the episode just ends. It's just like, Myra's dead. And roll credits. And I'm like, no, 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 no. What happens next? And you wonder why I like to binge. Yeah, this would really be the drawback to watching it week to week. Um, with Arrow, I don't, I don't tend to lose track of what's going on. It's just, I'm like, I want to know what's going to happen yeah, next. Yeah, that's my and, thing and is that I want to know. Yeah. Um, so, so there's, there's that. <sighs> Fucking arrow, man. Shit got real. So to take it a different, I was going to say different Yeah, place. take the lead on this. So, now that we live in a state that has recreational available marijuana, <laughs> there's a whole new series of PSAs on TV. Or, you know, just basically, you know, ads about warning things. The thing is, they're just so fucking stupid. And the first one I saw is the group of people outside, and the guy trying to light this grill for what feels like five fucking minutes. And then realizes that there's no propane hooked up to the grill. And the, the warning is, you know, smoking marijuana is now legal, but it's still not legal to drive to pick up the propane that you forgot. And I'm just like, exactly, I'm like, wait, what? What? We're basically saying it's not legal to drive under the influence. Yeah, but the context... Yeah, the second one's even worse. The second one I saw has this picture of a guy, and it looks like he's got, like, duct tape and a few nails and things around him, and it pulls back to reveal that he's just finished installing his big new flat screen on the wall. And then it falls and breaks. And the ad is, smoking marijuana's not legal, but it's not legal to drive and pick up the new flat screen and pick up a new flat screen. How stupid do you think people are? Just because they got a little high means they're going to try and duct tape the flat screen to the wall one, and break yeah. it and then go drive to buy a new one? You're going to get waylaid going to, going to McDonald's. Um, Among other places. But still, it's just one of the, it's the Doug Benson thing. You're going to get high and leave the house? Probably not. No. 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 Um, I, yeah, I... Back when I did smoke pot, I, I don't think I would have ever gone, let's install something to a wall. And let's have a barbecue. Or let's... No. It's also just... I smoked pot at barbecues, 
But... But it's one of those things where even how he was lighting the grill was stupid, because... I, I, both my coworker and I are like, why wouldn't you shut the top of the grill and let the fumes build up before you tried to light it? Or make sure that the propane's turned on. You know what I mean? Or, I don't know, get the propane before the fucking barbecue like a normal human being. Um, Even if you're a stoner, like... You normally check to make sure you have the things that you need. Well, given I would love to see a stoner trying to buy propane. Um, I, I need a, a, a tank of gas. I got nothing. I was into a bit. I, I lost it, um, but I did get to hear my stoner friends, uh, my stoner coworkers, talk about a band called Moon Honey, and they were like, "Oh man, Moon Honey! I like to put that on toast." And I'm like, "Things only stoners would talk about." What? Hiving moon bees. And they're like, "Oh man, moon bees!" I'm like, "There's no such thing as goddamn moon bees." Yeah, but all I can think now is the giant space bees from Futurama and how the crews kept dying trying to get the honey for the professor. The queen... Why were they getting the honey? Do you remember that? The professor because was I know, it for something. Yeah, because I know that... Uh, what is it? Uh, Fry sacrificed himself. For, that was like one of the big... Sacrificed himself for Lisa because she took But she got part of the venom, hallucinated. She took home the baby queen and then took a jar of royal jelly. Which she takes to like salve her broken heart. Yeah. She wants to slip into a coma. But she ended up, she was in a coma, wasn't it? Because he like took, the singer went right through him and into her, but it like. It was something. He's like, no, it got a hole in me. Oh, fucking fuck. Um. That still wasn't the sweetest way he saved her. But uh, my favorite one is when uh, Sigourney Weaver is the voice of the ship. And he gives her the oxygen. Oh, that's right. And he coughs up the uh, the Valentine's Day candidate says, you take my breath away. Like, I'm just like, oh, oh. I'm going to cry thinking about Fry and Lila from Futurama. I really am. I'm, I'm so emotionally invested in their relationship. It's ridiculous. Projection. Shut up. Don't judge me. I'm not judging you. No judges. You started saying that too. What? No judges. Well, it's from. Uh, no, it's started to infect all of my friends. No judges. No judges. No judges. Yeah. I think I text people that too, where I'm like, "Hey, no judges." Like, oh, it was uh, talking about pickle, uh, uh, dill wars. I went, "Hey, the guys into pickle fights." No judges. <laughs> dill wars. Choose an, uh, choose an adjacent opposing character. You should have a pickle up their ass. Their movement is halved for <laughs> a full round of combat. So Doug and I invented a new game called Dill Wars. Dill Wars. Actually, Justin invented it. It's, 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 it's basically that angry-looking pickle from the, the bagged pickles at 7-Eleven versus the, uh, the classic stork. Uh, are there any other pickle mascots? There must be, There's right? There's lots of pickle mascots. I'm, I'm totally gonna Google pickle mascots later. Like, I'll be, I'll be you know, listening to this. I'll be listening to this. Pickle mascots, editing. not pickled mascots, because those are wildly different searches. And some of them would probably happen in Louisiana. <laughs> That's not. No, Deliverance wasn't in Louisiana. Was that was in West was Virginia. Uh, on a funny side note, I learned an interesting fact at Trivia last night. You know, the banjo actually originally was from Africa? No. Yeah, see? Thanks, Trivia. I thought Steve Martin invented it. He did not. No. Uh, we have one last thing on our whiteboard before we skip to our, our closing segments. I'll try to keep this short because I know I have, like, a series of sub-bullet... Like, I literally it's have a subreddit on this it's one. It's not a big deal. However, you, you start talking while I... So I recently rewatched The Avengers. Yay. I've been on kind of a Marvel movie kick since Captain Winter America. Soldier. Yeah. yeah, like I've been kind of refreshing my memory. Um, I watched uh, Iron Man 2, which I still love. Um, I will probably watch Iron Man 3 soon. But I rewatched The Avengers because it's fun. And there are a few things I want to talk about. Deb is not in the room right now. Uh, and I'm to keep talking, but... I'd like to hear her reaction to a few of these things. Um, so I'm just going to talk about how much I like the Marvel movies. Uh, I think they're great. I think DC needs to take a page out of their book. 
especially with what's going on with the whole super, uh, working title Superman versus Batman, uh, where you've got you know the casting for Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman, Cyborg is going to make a cameo. Uh, that's a huge thing. Like, why don't they just fucking call it like Justice League point five? Like, don't make it Justice League, but kind of a Justice League precursor. Take a fucking page out of that book, DC. So now that I've had my DC Zack Snyder rant, uh, and Debbie's really, back in the room. Really? I'm going to pull a school bus out of a river? Way to put a fine point on that one, Zack. Just like Jesus. <laughs> um, so, I watched The Avengers again, uh, and there are a few things that I wanted to bring up. One, because I want you in the room for this. This is the movie that starts the... I just got really angry. This is the movie that begins the Asgardians as aliens. This is it. This is when Thor absconds with Loki. And I talked about this a bit on Damn. Um, because my irritation at this transcends the show to other shows now. Thor absconds with Loki. There's a great scene like, you know, listen well, brother. And then Iron Man smacks him and, you know, Loki's like, I'm listening. Um, Tom Hiddleston is just amazing. As Loki. Yeah, we um, all love Thur. We all, no, we all love Lurky. Um, uh, now there's a Thor one. Er, my God, Lurky. Lurky. <laughs> it's Lurky. My God, it's Lurky. L-E-R-K-I. Lurky. Um, if I were to spell it in the meme. Uh, so anyway, Avengers Assemble. Um... <laughs> So, uh, Thor becomes a Loki, uh, Iron Man goes after him, Captain America is on his way out of the plane, weirdly wearing a parachute, which they keep making references in Captain America and, uh, Captain America 2 that he doesn't ever wear a parachute, like, and then, like, in Avengers, he grabs a parachute, and I'm like, well, that's inconsistent, but okay, I'm a comic nerd, and I'm gonna notice this crap. And Black Widow says this line where she goes, these guys are tough, Cap, they're a basically gods. And I'm like, yes! There's only one god, man. He doesn't dress like that. One, way to not be new age, Captain America. Um, He's been in cryosleep. He doesn't know about the moon goddess. That wasn't on his list. <laughs> um, uh, his, and we haven't talked about Captain America's list. I we love will... Captain America's list. Cracked me up. Oh, God. Nirvana. Parentheses. Band. Rocky. Comma. Rocky 2? Question mark. Um... And they changed it for uh, different uh, countries, which is really interesting. But anyway, um, so once again, this kind of starts that whole, like, the Asgardians aren't gods. Okay, don't refer to them like they're almost gods. They're gods. God, literally, God damn it. Thor damn it. They're gods. They're Asgardian gods. I'm sick of this alien bullshit. Second, I'm so angry at Avengers right now. I love that movie. Second, um, when the, like, first couple Leviathans come out of the space portal, right? Yeah, yeah. And everyone has their fucking faces glued to windows to watch the Avengers fight the aliens. No, oh, I would have not done that even all That's my point. Tornado, hurricane, earthquake. First thing you do... Basement. Get away from windows. Alien invasion... Let's press our fucking faces and glasses like we're moron kids doing that little blowfish fucking thing. And then the Leviathan, like, tail, like, comes down because the Hulk punches it because he's always angry, which is awesome. And they're all like, ah, broken glass! And you're like, what did you fucking think was going to happen near a window? And you're all dead, by the way. Like, I don't care about movie magic. That shit would have fucking shredded them. The... Building would have collapsed. I think they, they figured they, they figured out online that um, so many people that the amount of uh, dam property damage in Avengers was I think like one point seven billion dollars. Smashy, smashy, catty, catty. And the sad part is, if you're listening, the cat did not get the fly. It's still hunting. Do you have another point on the Avengers? Mm-hmm. Despite him being under alien control, which I'm still trying to figure out because uh, Loki Pokey Stick is the space gem, so I'm wondering how he got mind control out of that. But um, 
Hawkeye's a fucking badass. Like, everyone kind of shits on him and Black Widow for being, like, the humans on the team. But I'll tell you what. Like... Go try the Avengers. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a guy bow and arrow. Um, he effectively takes out an engine on the helicarrier. This is pre... And the new helicarrier, and I believe... Captain America 2 has, like, Stark Tech arc reactor... Yeah. Repulsor Tech Tech. Um... I said tech twice. Don't worry about it. Um, tech tech. Tech tech. Um, but he took out like an engine on the hel- helicarrier, uh, got a virus onto that without the little fucking USB arrow, uh-huh. which I would love. Um, he like at one point like when he's freed of the fucking um, when he's fighting the sh- uh, Chitari, like he literally he's like, well I I've been like my position is compromised, jumps off a building with one arrow left. Boom, grappling arrow, swings in, kicks the window out, and, like, still just fucking starts stabbing aliens with fucking arrows. Hawkeye's a goddamn badass. I don't care if he played a retard in fucking, uh, the Bourne reboot. Hawkeye's a badass. I'm pro-Hawkeye. I'm never anti-Hawkeye, but okay. Well, but I mean, everyone's like, well, Iron Man's got the suit, Captain America's a roid rager, like... Well, I mean, really. I mean, Iron Man's right. He goes, everything everything you are came out of a test tube. He's not wrong. Every time they I mean, Captain America Captain actually America. lost his powers for a while after inhaling fumes from a meth lab because it interacted with, like, the, the serum in his blood, implying it was a drug. And then he wore armor, and it was stupid. But anyway. You done ranting about the Avengers? No. Well, no, I was going to go on a Captain America Red Skull range, but... It can wait till next week. Internet told me I'm wrong. Corrections department. Super quick. We actually don't have a lot this week. Nope. Uh, Son of Batman was drawn by Andy Kubrick. Uh, I couldn't remember if it was Andy or Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> it was Soul Drain. Not Soul Drain. Soul Drain Dragon. <laughs> I, I, I prefer ours. The Soul Drain Dragon. Because I just imagine they sum it as... It's the Soul Train Dragon. Um, Which is funny because I start hearing Solid Gold. It's gold, it's gold. Solid Gold, Solid Gold Dancer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, by the way, did you see, uh, you know, because you're not on social media, I did, uh, when I shared, um, when I shared the No Applause mm-hmm. um, link from the BACN podcast uh, Facebook page, I always write kind of by a little, like, aside. Okay, yeah. And I wrote dot, dot, dot. In which Jimmy uses a dick move. And it's one of those, like, yeah, I almost have to, w- I'm, I'm, it's, I'm sorry you have to wait till like, the end of the episode to get the reference. Um, the, the same with Damn this week, where it's just like, oh, what I reference is at the end of the episode, I'm really sorry they have to wait to hear it when I say, in which I become an orange lantern. Laura, please. Um, but yeah, dick move, Jimmy. I love, I would just love to see them, like, just summon a, just a shitty fucking toll booth operator who just flicks a cigarette, <laughs> like, a, like not even in their eye, like, not, like, maliciously, but, like, kind of like, bah, ugh, I'm here now, I was just in Long Island, you assholes, do you know how long it's going to take me to get back from, You're probably going to dock me, yeah, from, like, wherever I am, Japan, or Neo-Tokyo, or wherever it is, like, ugh, Jesus, I should never have signed up for this, and then he just, like, wanders off. There's a dick move, Jimmy. Dick move. That, that'll be one of our shirts. I guarantee you. It's dick, dick move, move Jimmy. Jimmy. Dick move, yeah. Uh, moving on to mistakes I made this week. Because, like I said, I've been depressed and work has been so busy, my routine has just been shot to fucking hell. I can't, I, I haven't been working out cleaning my apartment like I'd like to. I haven't been consuming books and movies and TV like I want to. It's, it's just bullshit. However, one of the things that kind of helped me feel less depressed was a couple weeks ago on a Sunday morning, I went with a friend to the Waffle House for breakfast. Mm-hmm. I was watching their egg station during their morning rush. Okay, I'm with it. My job's not that bad. I imagine the egg station at the Waffle House on a Sunday. 
Yeah, I, I hate cooking eggs for people because people are assy about their eggs. But yeah, like I said, I'm watching them and I'm like, you know, my jaw's not that bad. I'm okay. I had Taco Bell breakfast. How was it? Did you have a waffle taco? I did. Well, how could I not? Because well, I want to know what the waffle taco is. Um, it's alright. It's a little dry. Um, I, I'm not it's sure. Not syrup? No. Well, I. Th- this is kind of my thing. Like, if they serve syrup with the um, kind of for here, we got it to go. But if they uh, if, if they serve it like for here, then it's fantastic. If they do it, they didn't give me any syrup on my to-go order. Huh. Um, I didn't have any syrup at home, so it was a little dry. But um, the uh, the AM Crunch Wrap, fucking awesome. Huh. If you get it with sausage, bacon, I, I don't know how it, it'd fly, but but the uh, yeah, the AM Crunch Wrap with sausage is rad. Okay. I want them to serve it all day. Well, we'll work on that. We'll get a petition going. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sure there is uh, for the White House. That way Obama has to talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mistakes you made this week. It's an anti-mistake. I, if you follow us on Facebook, know that I have a Captain America shield backpack. You do. A couple of days ago, I was offered a ride. I said to, to a, a, a train station, I said, no, no, I'll just walk. I'll be fine. I had stuff to listen to. I really wanted to get through. And, um, it started to hail. Did you put the shield over your head? Oh, I'll do you one better. The hail was blowing at me. So you held it up? I flipped my backpack around and used it as an actual shield. My life has been leading up to that moment where I go, I have Captain America's shield. And it's PVC, so it's waterproof. Like, it worked out so well that I'm walking to the train station with a Captain America shield. You're right, that is an anti-mistake. Mm-hmm. That is a culmination of many events in your life. Mm-hmm. It's, But it's like, it's not a mistake, but it's something that, like, the mistake was I didn't take the ride. I would have still been caught in the rain, but not the hail. But the fact that it was like, oh, this is horrible, I wish I had something to block that. Oh, wait, hold on. I have a literal shield backpack. Like, why wouldn't I? My whole life has been leading to that moment. After this, it's downhill. Downhill. There's nothing that will top using my Captain America shield backpack as an actual shield. Well played, sir. Well played. Yeah. Social contract, asshole. Alright, uh, do you want to slam through this based on time, or do we want to kind of maybe strip it? Yeah, a little bit of time. Okay. Um... I'm on the bus. I'm a judgmental bastard. Well, uh, judging people is one of the funniest things you could possibly do. Yeah, well, and it's weird because I, I my sunglasses broke, so I don't have any right now, so, like, people can tell when I'm staring at them. And making faces. Yeah, they can tell They can tell the inner workings. And uh, I saw a guy on the bus reading uh, Dostoevsky's The Idiot with a koi tattoo with a fixed gear bike. Holy shit. Am I just like, really? I didn't think you existed outside of a Portlandia sketch, but here you are. And, uh, but then I thought, you know what, that's really shitty, because you know what, if I ran into this guy, I'll bet you he's really fucking rad and cool. I mean, I have, like, at least something to talk about with, well, I I don't know that much about Russian literature versus English uh, literature, but, you know, I I can talk to Svetsky. I I can do it. Um, Russians are miserable. There you go. And, uh, especially their literature. And, uh, but I thought, okay, what if he looked at me? I said, okay, Flight of the Concords backpack, or I'm sorry, Flight of the Concords hoodie, Captain America backpack, like, you know, fucking nerd. You know? Like, obscure nerd, especially with the Flight of the Concords, because they're not really a thing anymore. Um, and I just thought, can you truly judge a book by its cover? This is hot on the heels of a picture I sent you. That was a literal judgment call. I admit I was being completely judgmental. Uh, I sent you a picture of a woman uh, where you could not tell when she was sitting down where her gut began and her knees started or whatever. Hashtag gut knee. Um, I know I'm a horrible person for sending you that, but it was one of those where I'm like, and she stood up and I still couldn't goddamn tell in case you're wondering about the end of that story. Um, I think maybe the line is that, you know, judging people's fun, I think it's when you let it affect your interactions with them without really knowing them. 
Because it's like, yes, I'm going to think all of this horrible shit inside my own head. But until it starts to affect my behavior towards them... When you're literally, like, assuming how the conversation with them is going to go. Because there was a guy... I mean, if I actually talk to him, you know, I'd probably be fine. I'd probably have stuff to talk about. I'm the guy who'll walk up to and go, holy shit, you're reading The Idiot. Like, that's amazing. Um, who just reads The Idiot who isn't in college? Fucking nobody. I, I'll put that out there. Fucking nobody. No one reads Russian literature where they don't have to. I don't know. I've read Lolita. Well, Lolita's relatively... It's, it's not that Yeah, nice. compared to Dostoevsky, like, that's... Yeah. What, what, I'm, I'm sorry, what was the figure? On, on Lolita? Uh, Lolita's not. Oh, Lolita's, yeah. Lolita's a pretty short read. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, so no, I know this is kind of a, a I'll probably talk about it on Tam next week, um, you know, kind of a, a projecting the judgmental crap. Um, but hey, like, don't, don't fucking judge anyone. Uh, or, I'm sorry, like, what you said, yes. No, you said good, behavior. yeah. Because, you know what, that guy could have been really fucking cool. I mean, I wouldn't have had an in with the bike thing. I wouldn't have had an in with, with the book, necessarily. Yeah, I mean, you can't say you'd walk up to him and be a total dick because he made a judgment call about his appearance. <laughs> way, way to be a stereotype, bro. Um, hey. Or brah. Nah, he'd be bro. <laughs> hey, meeting up with the cruisers later to get drunk and cause traffic problems? Yeah. You like PBR because it's a thing? Mm. You smoke parliaments? Oh, God. You call it Peeber? J-Mo? Don't, don't talk about my beloved Jameson like that. I say Jameson. Because sometimes you need the whiskey in you so fast you can't bother to say Jameson. Jema! Who's that knocking at the door? Why, it's our supervillain friend of the show. Nice to meet you. Really? No. Well, we have some questions we'd like to ask you. I would be happy to answer them, if I were capable of feeling... With Frozen still being a big hit and a song winning a Oscar, and your current biological standard of being Frozen, you must really like the movie Frozen is still a big deal. Just let it go. Let it go. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive producers Deb Barnett and Doug Nickbert. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo!